0: They look very, very similar, but one is like decidedly more fun than the other, and that's Topher Grace. That's fair. And I also, I'm a more attached to him because I did watch quite a bit of that 70s show um, when I was too young to watch that 70s show. <laughs> Who didn't? Anyway, so Spider-Men. Well, Spider-Men sans men. There are no men in this episode. There might be some. I don't know. Maybe I mentioned one. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about spiders. Spider facts. Spider facts. Something, something. I still haven't finished the joke. You tried. Yep. I just kind of wanted to talk about spiders, because I think spiders are kind of cool, despite still being a little bit afraid of them. And I know a lot of people are afraid of spiders, and I get it. Um, And if you're one of them, maybe skip this one. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to necessarily be near a spider, but I do appreciate it when they show up in nature documentaries. It's kind of like deep sea fish. To bring it back to Spider-Man, when we were in high school, we were doing like a marathon of some of the Spider-Man movies before (laughs) I can't just call it Spider-Man. Um before the third one, I think this is before we knew it was terrible. Um and I had a friend there who like in the credits they had spiders in the credits because Spider-Man and she got like freaked out and I'm like, what were you expecting? The movie is called (laughs) Spider-Man. I'm trying to remember because Maybe it's the first one, because I kind of tapped out towards the end of that one. Um, I don't think it was in the second one, but I also was very high and just appreciating, like, vibing with the Dashboard Confessional song that they had. And then Michael Buble singing the Spider-Man theme, which was just a treat. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I think Josh Groban should do it for the uh, No Way Home. Just my personal opinion. Uh, No, spiders freak me out, but... I I get it, I... So, like, when I was growing up living on a farm, like, we would get barn spiders, and they would always make, an, like, a net or a web, I guess, in the doorway of the barn where we kept our cats. And it said some cat. I, lots of cats. We had, like, 20 cats because farm. Um, but one specific cat was some cat. <laughs> Uh, but they would always build the web, like, across the door. So, like, twice a day I would have to go feed the cats and I would have to walk under a spider web of a barn spider. And I don't know if you've seen, like, a good old barn spider. They are easily, like, two to three inches long. This might surprise you, but I haven't spent a lot of time in barns. This is fair. Um, don't, maybe, because they're just filled with spiders. Anyway, that was traumatizing. I still I still get a little antsy around big spiders. But, like, normal spiders, if I see a spider in my house, I generally am chill about it. If it's a big... Like, like I said, I don't want them touching me. But, like, tarantulas and, like, big spiders don't freak me out as much as a lot of little spiders. That's fair. Yeah, I... Ran across a spider nest when I was, um, but a young person, and uh, no thanks. <laughs> That's that is the threshold for me. Either like very big spiders or a lot of spiders, I can't handle it. But like solitary, individual little spiders, totally fine. I'm glad we've established. <laughs> <laughs> now let, now let's get into the actual content of the episode. Uh so speaking of spiders, uh there are forty-eight thousand species and they live on every single continent except Antarctica. So if you're really afraid of spiders and you want to go somewhere where there's no spiders, that is your only choice. If you're feeling feeling a little Ron Weasley about it, <laughs> there are even spiders on Mount Everest. Uh, the Himalayan jumping spider lives at elevations of almost 22,000 feet, which would kill a person, but the spider It cool. has killed people. <laughs> it is often said that you are never more than three feet away from a spider, but fortunately for all you arachnophobes, this is probably a myth. Um, how many spiders in your immediate vicinity at any given time to spend, depends a lot on like where you're actually standing. Like If you're in a barn, yeah, there's probably a spider within three feet of you. If you're in a parking lot, you're probably fine. So parking lots also. I sometimes find spiders in the apartment, like very rarely, but I live on the second floor. We have screens in all of our windows. So the implication is that the spider took the elevator (laughs) or the stairs. There's a lot of little nooks and crevices. I would say probably stairs. And like, I mean, no house is airtight. Things get through. I found a spider on the the Max train the other, or not the Max train, the bus. And I was like, my dude, (laughs) this is going to fuck with your whole life. (laughs) He'll probably just live on that bus for a while, honestly. (laughs) Probably. It's really the only option. Until someone sees him and squishes him. Uh, There is a 2017 study that's found that the average square meter of land contains roughly 131 spiders. So like three feet by three feet square. Well, I'm not a fan of that statistic, but (laughs) on average, again, depends on where you are. So black widows have gotten a reputation for cannibalizing their mates. uh, But there's actually a variety of black widow called the red widow, where the male of the species is will actually force feed himself to the female after mating. Like he will literally place himself in her mandibles and wait for her to eat him. I feel like that would be the appropriate name for um, Florence Pugh's character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, because I would willingly... So, like, if and if the female spider decides she doesn't want to eat him for whatever reason, like, she sometimes, like, she'll spit him out. And then he'll <laughs> just put himself right back in until she, like, basically, like, just goes ahead and eats him. It's like that scene in Toy Story 4 where Forky keeps trying to throw himself in the trash and Woody just spends all night pulling him out of the trash. <laughs> I say like, there's definitely a metaphor in here somewhere. <laughs> Take no for an answer, Man, I'm I'm not going to explore that any further. No, it is that thing where a dude will just keep bothering you. Like, you hear stories about your grandparents getting together, and it's like, he just didn't stop asking me out until I finally relented. It's that. It's the wearing the down. Yeah, wearing you down. Like, Jesus Christ, Steve, all right. <laughs> I'll eat you. Some tarantulas have the ability to fling off tiny, irritating hairs at potential predators, similar to the way a porcupine will use its quills. But, like... Tinier, that's very cute. I I think it's cute. We had a pet tarantula as my class pet when I was in fifth grade, sixth grade. I don't think I'd be too scared. Like I know I said I'm scared of really big spiders. Like the ranchos, not so much. I think it's because they're fuzzy. Yeah, I'm cool with ranchos. Like I don't like too many legs crawling on me is going to be a problem. But like, <laughs> petting we can, them, like yeah. share the same space with one. Yeah, I mean I could be in a classroom with with the tarantula. That was fine. So, not all spiders wait for their prey to stumble unassumingly into their web, as you would think. Um, So, there's a spider called the ogre face spider. Um, He looks like Shrek. Uh, He, (laughs) not really. I don't. He definitely looks crazy. Google pictures, or we'll probably post a slideshow. Maybe if I feel like torturing people. Finding spider pics. Uh, so the <laughs> ogre spider, it hangs on tropical tropical areas. It actually, like, weaves a net between its front legs, and it kind of just, like, scoops up prey with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, there's also a, spider, a variety of spiders called bolus spiders that fish for moths by, like, swinging a long line of silk with, like, a sticky ball at the end, like it's a fishing line. That's so cool. Um, there's also the Peruvian triangle weaver spider that uh, turns its web into a slingshot. Like, it uses its own body as a projectile in... By like doing that, it causes the web to like vibrate, and when it oscillates, like that's when it traps its prey. So like, it'll get damn. nearby and it'll fling itself away, and the the web will. It's it's kind. Of, it took me a little while to picture this, but it's really cool. Spiders are cool. Spiders are very cool. Like. I can appreciate. why we're doing this episode. yes. (laughs) Uh, Another reason spiders are cool. uh, Collectively, they eat a total of 400 to 8 million tons of food, primarily insects and small bird vertebrates per year. For some reason, I thought you were trying to say small birds, and that was terrifying to me. Oh, some, maybe. There is, um, we'll address it later, but there's a goliath bird-eating spider. Oh, my God. We'll we'll get there. Uh, But generally... Um, spiders eat more insects than birds and bats combined. So, this is why you let spiders chill if they're in your house because they're eating bugs for you. Spiders are your friends, not food. Spiders are more afraid of you than they are of them. That's the only reason why, like, black widows will, like, poison you is because you're in their fucking space. Yeah. This wasn't something I had in my thing, but I guess, like, there's been a decline in black widow bites, and it actually um, correlates with the rise in indoor plumbing because i guess like outdoor outhouses ah. were very much like prime black widow <laughs> like that's where they would kind of hang out and now that like people don't go into the woods to go take a poop <laughs> less black widow bites well, and i feel like we as a as a society have become more aware of what the marking on a black widow looks like thanks to also helps yeah uh speaking of spider webs, um Gwen which actually we <laughs> shut up. <laughs> uh spider web silk is actually stronger and tougher than steel. Yeah, that's how we can fly from building to building like that, man. All cobwebs are spider webs, but all, not all spider webs are cobwebs. Yeah, what so is co- the You're gonna tell me. <laughs> yeah. So cobwebs specifically the type of spider web that doesn't really follow a recognizable pattern. So like when you get just kind of like lines of spider webs, it's kind of like messy and all over the place. Like, you know, that like, like the Halloween decoration that you kind of stretch out and just kind of s- stretch from like one point to the other. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's cobwebs. Spider webs, I guess those are spider webs, but it's not the kind where you'll see where like, I also reference Halloween decorations, but like the cartoon kind of version of a spider web where it's got the concentric circles and the. The ones that have a very distinct pattern, yeah. So that's the difference. Um, young spiders and some smaller bodied spiders will actually use strands of their spider webs to catch the wind and float along on the air to cover vast distances. Yeah, like at the end of Charlotte's web. Yeah. Um, some have been seen at altitudes of 10,000 feet. No, no! No! <laughs> No. And on ships more than 200 miles from shore. And no. I'm, this is not going to get better. I'm very sorry. In southeastern Australia, there are mass migrations of baby spiders so large that it can appear as if spiders are actually raining from the sky. That's my nightmare. That is a literal, like, pants forgot, test I didn't study for, teeth falling out nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> literal rain of spiders. Ugh. Don't go to Australia. I'm pretty sure that's a Norwegian black metal... But it's R E I N G A. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, that's great. Uh, so, while well, we're on the subject of things that are terrible, uh, the largest spider, <laughs> measured by leg span, is the giant huntsman spider, which was first discovered in Laos, Laos, in two thousand one. Uh, Toda tip. Is it played by Chris? Chris Hemsworth. toto tip. Huntsman spiders can measure up to twelve inches across. No. No, that's a dinner plate-sized spider. Yes, it is. That's exactly how they are described on the internet. The size of a dinner plate. Ugh. The largest spider by weight is the aforementioned goliath bird-eater tarantula, which can weigh up to six ounces. Uh, Ugh. And then finally... (laughs) Uh, finally, the oldest spider on record was a wild trapdoor spider dubbed Number 16, uh, <laughs> who was first tracked by scientists in 1974. She was stung by a wasp and killed in 2018 at the age of 43. Damn, girl. But most spiders don't live for more than a year. Okay. Even the really big ones? I guess. I, uh, we had that tarantula for a while. Yeah, I, I think tarantulas live probably a while. I, the bigger ones probably do. I can't... I couldn't even say how long, um, I guess it's probably the smaller spiders that... Yeah, like, garden spiders and stuff, which I don't even know if I'm looking if that's up a- trapdoor spider, because it didn't actually look... Yeah, they're kind of bigger. I, like, there was an episode of the Magic School Bus where they learned about bugs, and one of the bugs that they learned about was the trapdoor spider, and... Yeah, so that's the one that, like, burrows underground, and... Yeah, and, like, springs out, um...
1: That was fun. Yeah, they're fun. usually
0: about an inch. So, like, they're fairly good-sized spiders. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, those are some fun spider facts. If uh, you're still listening, congratulations. You're more brave than... The other people who aren't listening. The people who gave up. Ooh, ooh. Um, I sent you the the video of the peacock spider, right? Yes. Those are cool. Go look that up. Yeah. Uh, peacock spiders, It from what I remember... From the Paul Rudd narrated documentary in Apple plus, I still can't remember the the name of it, but to mate, they will try to do like make vibrations with their feet that the female spiders will pick up on, but in like more populated areas or areas where like something might be making things vibrate, they have an alternate method, which is they throw their butts up and they're very <laughs> colorful butts. <laughs> Much like peacock feathers, much like peacock feathers, and they just kind of like do a little dance from side to side to get their attention. (laughs) It's very cute. They're very cute. Also, um, I'll probably it'll probably be the cover image, but Himalayan jumping spiders are so cute. They're this. I love the little spiders, and I think they're all kind of like jumping spiders, but they have very like big eyes, and they seem very expressive, and they're all kind of like just young and a little are very little and kind of fuzzy. I love yeah. those spiders. Historically, like historically, spiders are not scary up close, which is Mm-mm. very different than like a lot of other insects, but they're like very <laughs> cute up close, as opposed to a fly where it's like you're not Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say it's it's definitely like the prominent eyes make them so much easier to like personify. Oh yeah. And like some of my favorite animated characters are spiders. Like that spider with the the beret from James and the Giant Peach. She was cool. I was going to say, I am struggling to think of any fictional spiders. And I know I've seen James and the Giant Peach. But um, there's couldn't. that spider. There's the the spider voiced by Bonnie Hunt, question mark, um, in A Bug's Life. There's Charlotte of web fame. <laughs> you know, the Charlotte. The Charlotte. Man, that movie slapped. I love Templeton. I know he's a rat, but we'll do rat facts later. I'm, And I'm sure we will definitely do snake facts at some point, too, because that's another animal that gets an unfair rap. It's also what Emily thought the episode was about, despite being told multiple times that it was about spiders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll take this into the world and leave spiders alone. Yeah, spiders are chill. They're great. Goodbye. Bye. We love you.